Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy, on now at APCO. <laughs> uh, coming up in this next um, conversation, though, we're going to talk some boxing. Because boxing is at the forefront of our minds as we talk about Tyson Fury and Dillian White. That is the fight. 95,000 people. Packed out Wembley Stadium. Is this Tyson Fury's last fight? Are we going to see the Gypsy King come back? A Gypsy King that hasn't been the Gypsy King we've seen in the past. His comments and presses, he looks a bit, I don't know if I can say rattled or, or anything like that. Uh, he just looks a little bit indifferent at the moment as our man Tyson Fury. Dillian White is sitting back calm and relaxed and... Uh, He's playing all the right cards. Anyway, Gareth Davies out of the UK knows exactly what it takes to win fights and big heavyweight fights. But before we touch on Tyson Fury, I want to talk to Gareth Davies, our man out of the UK, who knows everything about boxing, about David Tua. David Tua has been inducted into the Hall of Fame of boxing, Gareth. What is that? Is that good recognition for what he was able to achieve in the great game? Yeah, absolutely. He was an absolute legend. And look, he was the size of Mike Tyson, remember, and uh, an absolute warrior from down your way. And it's brilliant here that he's been inducted. That's fantastic. Was he the, here's a question for you, was he the greatest heavyweight or one of the greatest heavyweights to not win a win about? He had 52 wins and five losses. Was he one of the greats that they never really got to where he was probably should have, maybe? Yeah, I think you're right. I think he was in there. If he'd been in this era, he might well have done that. You know, he might well have, well have won a world title, but he was in a very difficult era, um, an era where, um, you know, the super heavyweights had just come in and he wasn't that size, was he? You know, and so he was always struggling against much, much bigger opponents. But he deserves his credit. Like you say, it's a very good moniker for him. Like a guy who, who never won a world title but should have, and he definitely sits in that pantheon. Yeah, and and Gareth, is there any fight that sticks out in your mind with David Tua? Um, obviously, for us down here, is his, his title shot with Lennox Lewis. But is there a knockout or a fight that um, up there in the the Northern Hemisphere sticks out for you? Well, obviously, the Lennox Lewis fight came to mind immediately. But 
You know, I think mm. um, I, I haven't got his record in front of me right now, and I'm so full of Tyson Fury and Dillian White words from having spent the last 14 <laughs> hours. Yeah. I will think about it as we progress uh, yeah. in the conversation and, and have, a, have a really good think about it because, uh, like you say, it merits... I'm just looking here, actually. Um, I'm just looking here at his record, actually. I've, I've just got in from four, a 14-hour shift. Um, just trying to think... Um, God, he got some knockouts, didn't he? Um, oh, he had some uh, knockouts. Asim Rahman? Asim Rahman. Yeah. Obviously, I'm trying to think later on. God, he had Michael a draw Moore? with Monty Barrett later in his Michael Is... Moore, absolutely. Um, later yeah. in his career, he had a draw with Monty Barrett. I can't believe that. Um, mm. But, uh, look, I mean... Um, I think the key is he was, like you say, Lennox Lewis was the dominant fighter in that era. Mm. And, um, you know, when he lost to the like Monty Barrett and Alexander Ustinov at the end, he probably went on too long, in all honesty. Mm. Um, You know, it's incredible that it's over 10 years ago now, or 10 years ago nearly that he (laughs) retired. So, uh, wow, time passes quickly, doesn't it, you know? It it does. I remember watching that fight uh, against Lennox, and I was just hoping and praying he was gonna just do a little bit more. But the reach was a factor. Lennox was uh, the champion and and deserved a champion. It was just too good in the end. But um, mate, we're gonna talk about Tyson Fury and Dillian White. But he went twelve rounds. He did. He did. That that is the key. He went twelve rounds. He gave himself a chance, and and uh, just at the end, he was just outreached, outreached in my eyes, and and from what I can remember, so. We're very proud of him anyway down under. He is one of our favourites and uh, I was watching his highlights all morning and just what a dominant force he was with that left hook. Just devastating. But mate, we're going to talk about Tyson. You've been there in the forefront for the last couple of weeks and uh, it's getting closer. And and you probably heard my comments at the start. Uh, Am I right in saying he's he's a little bit different, Tyson? uh, Are you expecting fireworks from him or is he a bit, I don't know, wayward with his mental? Like, is he a bit... Off, off, off put at the moment? No, I think he's just chilled. I think he's chilled. He's mellow. He's kept telling us that mm. this is going to be his last fight. I'm sure it's not going to be if there's an opportunity to fight <laughs> for the undisputed title against Alexander Usyk or, of course, Anthony Joshua, which would be enormous here. Um, you know, I've been with your compatriot, Joseph Parker, as well today around him, and you know that if Dillian Watt doesn't yeah. step into the ring on Saturday night, Joseph Parker is the replacement. And even though they're almost like brothers now, even though um, I think both of them are very poor hackers, by the way, um, and, and they both told me their hacker hasn't improved uh, since they've been pals, it'll be all business with those two because they'll end up fighting. I don't know if you know, didn't know if you knew that. I did. I read it today, but I didn't want to make it right because um, obviously a couple of months ago we spoke about it on the air and I said that Joseph Parker will never fight Tyson Fury. So can you go tell Dillian White to, to man up in front, please? <laughs> Dillian, listen, Dillian White was there today at the press conference. The first time we've seen the two men together face to face. And like you say, there was a, there was a bizarre nature to it today. It was a quite a very subdued Dillian White, but both fighters were very respectful towards each other. It was only the entourages that really tried to kick it off when they did the, the ritual face-off 
Um, but I think mm. what's happened is because they haven't been in front of each other this whole time. Neither man really mm. wanted to just 72 hours out kind of let their emotions go. And they were both very, very comfortable with each other. And I think, again, I mentioned it, you know, business. I think it's the business end of it now. I think if they got together several months ago, they probably would have had a go at each other. They'd have been smack talk. They'd have taken it away into camp with them. But I think, they, look, they're both in their prime. They're ready to go. Tyson Fury is really the complete heavyweight now. We've seen his offensive skills enhanced under the Cronk style with Sugar Hill Stewart, the nephew of the great, late great Emmanuel Stewart. And Dillian White's waited so long for this opportunity. They're both having massive paydays. Um, you know, £25 million for Tyson Fury, £6 million uh, for, for, for Dillian and, and two and a half million upside wow. for the winner. Um, so it's, it's enormous. 94,000 people coming to Wembley. I've been there all day out on the pitch. It, it's getting it ready. 94,000 people in that stadium. Um, so when American Pie is sung and all the lights go down, it's, it's going to be some occasion. Boxing's back. Boxing's back especially in the heavyweight division. Hey, Gareth, there's also, and you're talking about emotions, and it's been really unusual for us not to hear Tyson Fury talking about the DOSA. Um, but in the background, <laughs> Daniel Kinahan and this story that's under sort of undermined the build-up. Can you just give us a little snapshot on that storyline? Well, um, obviously the US Treasury imposed sanctions uh, on uh, Kinahan, and you know, there's no. Uh, I, I hasten to add, there are no. Um, he hasn't been convicted of any wrongdoing. It's only allegations at this point. And um, the, 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 basically, the, the Tyson Fury, um, who was advised by him for a period of time, has distanced himself this week. Um, yeah, in fact, when was it? Day before yesterday or yesterday? Uh, to all of us in the media, he's been, been very quiet about it for a week. He said he was no longer advised. I mean, you'll have read that um, MTK, uh, the management organization for boxers, over 200 boxers on their books, they will cease to trade at the end of the month. That was a company that was begun by Kinahan many years ago. Um, so, you know, in, in, in boxing terms, you know, this is a big, like you say, it, it's a very big story that's kind of overshadowed this promotion since the U.S. Treasury announced that last Tuesday and obviously the Irish authorities are, are following up on that and you know we're yet to see how that whole thing transpires. When you look at this fight on the cards you think Tyson Fury will will be too good like he is the Gypsy King I love what he's about he's so technically he can move his footwork for a big man is, is uh, second to none he's so so mobile. How do you see this fight? Can, can Dillian White do the unthinkable. Has he got any sort of chance? Honestly, it only takes one part punch for the heavyweights. But if, if Dillian White's going to have any chance, what would he need to do this fight? As Tyson Fury's become a more complete heavyweight, we've seen him take more risks because he wants to use his power and open up more. As you say, allied to that great elusiveness and movement in this six foot nine, 19 stone man. Basically, <laughs> you know, as you guys would see, he'd only fit in the second row, wouldn't he, in, in, in a rugby game? It's the only position <laughs> he could play. But someone like Tyson Fury could probably play everywhere. Um, you never know. He might mm. be able to do drop goals and kick bloody goals from wherever. <laughs> but um, I think he's got so many different 
um, he's got so many, as you say, he's got so many different styles that he can apply in this contest. Switch to Southpaw, box orthodox. In fact, his whole preamble in the workout on Tuesday, he did uh, just go Southpaw most of the time. Um, I don't think he will because that will allow Dillian White to, to be more effective with a left hook. Um, I believe, but he's going to have to time White as White comes forward aggressively and ebulliently. We know how Dillian fights with heart and spirit and power, and you know he's got he's, he's improved defensively. His footwork has improved, but I think I expect Fury to try and command range with the jab early and get that big right hand across and time Dillian White and watch out for that uh, that timed left hook. That, that is, a, is very much a, a, a counter left hook um, that comes off his right hand. Um, he throws it with all his might. You know, interestingly, you know, Dillian has said himself that I've worked really hard on adaptability for this fight because he can't afford to be one-dimensional against Tyson Fury, just as Tyson Fury probably doesn't want to kind of release his entire armory too early. I think it will be a fight in which we see a pattern um, set in the first couple of rounds. Um, I, you know, on paper, as you say, you cannot write Dillian White off. He's got this extraordinary narrative in his life. I did an interview with him for The Telegraph earlier in the week in which, you know, he explained, I did the interview a little while ago out in Portugal, but how he explained that he'd had to rob and steal growing up and how he'd become a father at 13. He'd been involved in gangs, he'd been shot and stabbed, but his life has been transformed from the age of 17 by being a kickboxer, getting involved in um, mixed martial arts and then becoming a boxer. And he really is emblematic of how a life can be transformed. I know you have difficult areas down there in New Zealand, and for many of the mm. the kind of the, the more difficult communities, rugby is often a way out, isn't it? And it gives people discipline and respect, and changes the mm. the, the little the, the the stones they throw that ripple on the pond affect family members and further out, and it enhances the uh, people and lets them know that there's a role in life. And Dillian Watt is very much there, and he's shown that this week, and he's shown that in the build-up to this that he's. Got, He's got a greater maturity and he doesn't let his emotions get to him. I say this extraordinary backstory and narrative, just as the Gypsy King Tyson Fury has, um, you know, with, with, his, with his ballooning in weight and his binging and depression and mental health issues, losing 10 stone, coming back and winning the world title. They're both very powerful human beings in the nature of their stories. I think both men have a lot on the line here. Tyson Fury... It, I think it's his fight to lose in many ways. I think he may well dismantle uh, Dillian White if it goes to the form book and stop him around the ninth or tenth round. But Dillian White will be dangerous as long as he's standing. Because even when he's a wounded tiger, he's going to give it all. He's a genuine warrior. And, and, you know, I'm very excited about this event. I'm working the live broadcast on radio for Talk Sport. Um, writing as well at the same time. And it, it's going to be a fab, fabulous night. I've been to several big stadium fights in the UK in my time covering the sport, and, and I cannot wait for this one. Yeah, 94,000 fans at Wembley Stadium. It sounds like a Challenge Cup final to me. Um, Gareth, just, yeah. just on that, you're talking about uh, Tyson probably going nine rounds of dismantling him the form, you know, probably says that. But, you know, as we know in heavyweight, um, in the heavyweight division, it's a you know one punch can change a man's lifestyle. Let's forecast yep. that Dillian White wins this. 
What does that do to the heavyweight um, division? And especially for our man, Joseph Parker, does that throw him right back in the mix? Is the, is, is the, the If he's stepping up tonight when Dillian White doesn't shot, what happens if Dillian White steps up and knocks out Tyson Fury? Does that mean Joseph Parker's first off the rank? I do think he's uh, in the frame. There's no question about it. it I, I covered that fight for for the, the Telegraph and uh, Talk Sport live from you know a couple of feet from it. it was an incredible fight as you'll both recall. So exciting, so thrilling. Mm. Joseph Parker down from that left hook and coming back and nearly finishing Dillian late in the fight. An extraordinary fight. And yeah, it does. I mean, it was a thriller. And imagine that thriller in a massive stadium. And we've kind of adopted Joseph as one of our own over here. He's had so many fights <laughs> now. He's part of the the furniture over here. Um, you know, and the other thing to think about is, you know, maybe that gives credence, more credence to Anthony Joshua. We believe he'll fight uh, Alexander Usyk in the rematch for those three belts he lost last September um, in Saudi Arabia on July the 23rd. And, and, and if Joshua won that, we could even have Dillian White against Anthony Joshua again because, again, they had a great fight when they were young in their professional careers. Look, if, if Dillian White wins, it's legacy-making for him, his family, the story, as I was just mentioning, of his life. It shows hope for so many people who, who, who have to have faith that they can do things in life, no matter you know that they have nothing growing up. And I think um, that's the great thing about when, when, when big fights come into focus, you really do get to learn the stories of people. And what does Tyson Fury do if he loses? He's talking about retirement if he wins. You know, he, he says, I've had enough, you know. But I think he could be lured back for another big fight. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's all to play for. You cannot write anyone off in this fight. Tyson Fury may, may school Dillian White. You don't know. He may be um, taking White too lightly and... and, and may believe that he, he is too great now and could make a mistake. Because one mistake could cost either man the championship. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm listening to you. I'm hearing you. Gareth, mate, you're always right on the button with everything you say. And uh, I think the best thing about that is that you've got two great fighters, but two inspiring fighters that inspire life outside of the ring. And that's what they both do. And uh, we love having you on the show, mate. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your thoughts on what's about to unfold at Wembley Stadium. We really appreciate it. Say good day to Joey Parker from the team here at SENZ and uh, all the best, mate. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, legends. There he is, Gareth A. Davies out of the UK talking all things boxing and, well, he's just fantastic, man. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We'll be back shortly. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.